where Jungle Boy is like great in the ring, but I just I don't know what it is about him that is, makes him incapable of creating a character for himself. Man is bitchless. <laughs> I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Ricky Starks comes out with like his fucking New Orleans swagger down to the ring. Then Swerve just starts strutting down. And then you just hear, oh, 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 oh. And all the white people stood up at once. Like, yeah. <laughs> You act Ooh. like we weren't those white people a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> a, a year ago, that was us. Two months ago, <laughs> two and a half months there. ago, that was us. So welcome to Five Boys, a show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. And if I had a quarter for every time I've watched Chippendale's Rescue Rangers on Disney+, Plus, I'd have 75 cents, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that I've watched it three times already. Scotty Moore! God, I am... Like Tanner, fuck it. That's I can't I can't go. I know after it's hard that. to follow up a, a a random thing that has nothing to do with wrestling. Uh, I'm not in Las Vegas, and that makes me sad. The Dylan, uh, you and the other two of us. Uh, yeah, no, mm. it's it's fucking Wrestle Week, boys. It's double or nothing week. They're gonna be bringing it on every single show, including Hangman Page screaming at CM Punk in a way that seemed very justified. I'm still not sure what it was about, though. <laughs> You're you're questioning it because CM Punk seemed no so nonplus about the entire yeah. interaction. I enjoyed it. Like this was the most quietly villainous Punk has ever felt in my entire life. Like it felt like he was a god in a movie, and Hangman was one of the people who were like, "What you're doing's not right. Take them away. It'll be fine." <laughs> so I really dug that kind of vibe to the whole segment. And someone on Twitter put it pretty well with what what's going on with hangman is it feels like he is confused and it feels like he's not it feels like he's backed up against a wall which i kind of also dig because mm-hmm. i've i've enjoyed this rivalry much like i've enjoyed all of hangman's rivalries because it's tested certain aspects of his character and in this one it's the what if you are not the most beloved person in this match how, what will that make you do? And it kind of has thrown him off his... I thought that was the rival... I thought that was last rivalry. No, that one was... Adam Cole was more like a battle of, I would say, charisma more than anything else. Mm. Nah. Whereas, yeah, because I I mean, they would get dueling chants and stuff, and they seemed to kind of be... No, 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 they would get a chant, they would get a it chant just happened to apply Adam. to both people. <laughs> they would get a single chant because people thought they were being clever, and it was the first two times. <laughs> they were some very, very good ones in there. But yeah, one of the people we won't be seeing, though, is Hikaru Shida, because she is injured? Quote unquote. Listen, man, they realized she was going to have to go to Japan for some shit and didn't remember when they made the tournament. <laughs> so we. Okay. So they performed a big whoopsie on themselves and had to fix it. <laughs> yeah, because didn't Sheena just straight up tweet out, like, they don't know how Japanese wrestling works. I guess I'm injured now. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> now she just 
tweet she just tweeted out what <laughs> question mark and then she was like my bad she like she like was like i'm sorry i i i i worked so hard you thought it was a shoot my bad yeah. <laughs> i worked you into a shoot brother sorry about that do you see where sheeta wrestled a two-hour match the other week what yeah it was like a tag match i believe but someone online was just like yeah they just wouldn't stop going they just kept going for like two hours I don't know the last time I've sat down and watched anything for two hours. Yeah. Um, do y'all want to know, though, what the Guinness World Record longest professional wrestling match was? Take a guess. Uh, didn't, didn't fucking Chris Hero do, like, a five-hour match? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Was it oh. Hero? It's either that or there's some bullshit, like, match in the 60s that, like, went for three days. Um, no, it was the longest professional wrestling match lasted for 21 hours, 44 minutes, and 34 seconds, and was achieved by Hime E-H-I-M-E Pro Wrestling in Japan at E3 Hall in Japan it on would the 21st be. of November, on the 20th and 21st of November 2021. Oh, shit, so this was, like, recent, recent, okay. I don't know any of the people that participated in the match, but one of their names is Maple Grizzly. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you could tell me Christopher Daniels was in it, and I'd believe you. Like, any random wrestling thing, if you're like, <laughs> also Christopher Daniels was there? No, no, no. You could tell me. You could tell me. Curry Man was in it, mm -hmm. and I believe you. It's like, uh, oh yeah, those uh, videos that came out in the late '90s of like pro wrestling secrets revealed. Yeah, Christopher Daniels is in that. I he's 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 the reptile guy or uh -huh. whatever. I have only looked up Maple Grizzly, and I'm immediately in love <laughs> in love with him. Okay, is this gonna be a new Kid Bandit situation where we just look up a random wrestler and immediately the internet falls in love? Now, all I am getting, Blake, is a bunch of different flooring options at Lowe's. You, you have to type in wrestler, because that's what I got here. <laughs> okay, let me throw this in. Oh, yeah, this Maple Grizzly definitely... Yep. Is this is he is he going in the boys? Maple stable Grizzly's in the Blake? boys' stable. Maple Absolutely. Grizzly is definitely right. in the boys' stable, man. Uh, speaking of people in the boys' stable, Sean fucking Spears with the promo of the year at this point, if MJF didn't exist. <laughs> He's like, huh, I'm a secondary character in this weird feud that's kind of just made to punk out Cody Rhodes. But I'm gonna just bust out some Tarantino shit real quick for the camera ahead of this match. Because <laughs> he cut a promo on... Uh, I guess, what's it called? Event Table? Their weird pre-Dynamite show that comes out every Wednesday? Ro yeah, like Road to Dynamite. Mm -hmm. And it just was this very enthralling, like, monologue he had crafted about, like, being abused and about finding the finest beating he had ever taken. And I'm like, this... I, I understand the, the intent behind it, but damn, man, you ain't gotta go that hard for this. <laughs> you... Nothing, nothing scares him anymore. When you can, when you can just like. Except being told he has to go back to main event. Yeah. <laughs> nothing scares him anymore except people who fold his chairs up before he gets a chance to sit like, in them. No, yeah. no, no, you don't fold my chairs. <laughs> don't you dare fold that chair, damn it. Wardlow, I love how Wardlow chucked a guy into the side of the steel cage so hard the cage moved and the guy just fell into oblivion that shit was <laughs> hilarious 
uh, Cheeseburger retweeted that. It was like, just send him to the shadow realm. That man's in the upside down right now. Is he going, where the fuck am I? Is he dead? No. But he's not a al- question mark. He's, he's alive. <laughs> this what well, you damn sure ain't alive. What you people are seeing right now is Schrodinger's ring. We cannot know until we officially lift up this apron if this man is alive or dead. <laughs> also, so another did- great moment from uh, Dynamite tonight. Just if y'all didn't see, I put this in the chat during the Rapungi um, FTR match. Trent was pit- like. Dax was on the ground, and Trent went to pick him up, and I saw him grab the back of Dax's head, but he didn't touch the back of Dax's head, because it was like Trent was grabbing someone with a full head of hair, like you do a shoot grab, or like you do like a worked grab of their hair, so it, you, they can lift themselves up, so it looks like you're lifting them up. And Dax started lifting himself up before Trent was like, wait, fuck. And then he just kind of shook his hand, like, it's just like, that was stupid. Like, where, where's your hair at, bro? <sighs> now, quick question, did you guys know The Undertaker was afraid of cucumbers? Yes. Yes, for like six years now. Yep. Okay, it's not something I knew, and when I read this article that said, it's been well documented that The Undertaker is afraid of cucumbers, I'm like, fucking where? But apparently I am just- Yeah, I'm surprised, that, although I know you don't read Reddit as much as we do, and that comes up at least every six months on the wrestling <laughs> subreddit. Yeah, you, I've seen the clip from Percy Pringle's, like, shoot interview where he talks about it. Oh, that's good. Uh, well, Michelle McCool was on the Wives of Wrestling podcast, and she said, We cannot even have one in the room. Every birthday, our daughter gets cucumbers and will put them under his pillow and in his car. He can't even smell them or e- even be around it. And then when asked, like, fucking why why? <laughs> why is this man afraid of cucumbers she just says well he ate so many cucumbers one day that he got sick and ever since it's just game over so <laughs> wait it's not even a, that's not even a fear that's just like if you drink too much vodka and you smell vodka that's i have that i could still be in the same room as a handless smirnoff come on taker i need you yeah. to suck it up buddy i don't I run just... away if somebody put brings a bottle of red wine into the room but i can tell you i it's made me sick before i just want you guys to imagine the stakes upon which undertaker said i'm gonna eat so many fucking cucumbers <laughs> today y'all i want to eat he was so many likely cucumbers. a child oh yeah okay i think so because this is it this has been so f- documented so far back that paul bearer would fuck with him with cucumbers I would, hold on, let's see. He ate so many cucumbers one day he got sick. At the age of 37, she said, no, I'm messing with (laughs) y'all. He was a 38-year-old man. He was like, Vince told me I needed to eat more cucumbers to slim down. (laughs) I can't believe you bought it, pal. (laughs) You're going to be afraid of them forever now. Is anybody else thinking that, like, you know, with uh, United Empire... You know, showing up and breaking up the Ring of Honor tag team. Every every day we get a little bit closer to my dream match of Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. And I, I got to tell you, just the the raging hard on I have for that match is... No, oh, yeah. 
If it's it the man who was named for a technical award for the Wrestling Observer Newsletter versus the guy that won that award for almost as many years. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I want to see that match. God, and then I want to see Zack Sabre Jr. versus Angelico. Then I want to see Brian Danielson versus Angelico. Because Angelico is really good at wrestling and nobody talks about it. And then I want to see a triple threat Zack Sabre Jr., <laughs> Brian Danielson, and Angelico together. Nah, nah. There's the British style of like technical wrestling or like even the Aveo style it doesn't work in multi-man. Yeah. Mm. That's where you need a Big Daddy Haas fight. That's... Big meaty men slapping me. Big meaty men slapping me. Oh, which I can't wait for in this uh, double or nothing tag team fuck fest that we're going to be seeing on Sunday, where it's just like you know, there's going to be a spot where the little where the little guys are going to be in the ring, and then at some point, like all three of the big guys are going to jump in. It's just slapping each other. I uh, jokingly called that match. three twinks and they're strong men no. and i wanted to tweet that with a funny image so i looked up twink and strong man and guys don't do that <laughs> i don't i mean unless that if it's your, your thing yeah your look it up. search history has to read like like somebody with just the most screwed up fetishes ever <laughs> you're on some watch lists for the fbi i want you to know that and you know who else is probably on those watch lists? Our patrons at patreon.com slash load of BS, where you can support the show, get access to exclusive content like Wrestling History X, old episodes of JWF, and of course, you paid for this, the show where me and Blake watch terrible movies and do commentary over them. We will not be doing Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, though, because that's a great movie that you all need to be seeing. Dylan, who are we tweeting this week? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is with you in this fucking movie? Why don't you tweet at Ugly Sonic while you're at it? <laughs> Come on, surely they've got him a Twitter. Now, um... On the uh, on the flip side, Sonic Two was also pretty good. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen either. Uh, so I don't fucking. I don't. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know anymore. Really. Okay. It seemed who's active a lot. We got to get someone who's active a lot on Twitter because that's what happened with Garcia. Is we knew he tweeted a lot, anyways. Uh huh. So we need mm. someone who's pri- pretty wait, fucking wait, did active. Did your tweet of Garcia actually work? Yeah. Oh, did you not see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you fuckers never showed me. Yeah, uh, I, we said, hey, what technique would you use to defeat a bear? And he said, take its back and choke it with its own fur like a gee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. By the way, the fact that he's wearing like the old school, like 2000s leather, like whatever that kangaroo brand hat is. <laughs> During these promos with Jericho. Also, the fact that Jericho is getting calling himself a wizard over again. Yes. Jericho, again, just says just says crazy bullshit. And he's like, I can get that over. Watch. And he does. A wizard. I, he <laughs> just I'm, gets I'm his upset. commitment. I'm physically it's upset about commitment. it, too. <laughs> he did that shit during that promo today. And I saw that on their Twitter. And I was just like. Fuck, he succeeded. You can tell the crowd pop for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. 
Don't know what to do. Between that and Daddy Magic, I really... It's hard to not support the Jericho Appreciation Society until you realize Jake Hager's in it and then becomes easier. <laughs> yes. Usually, if you could just, like... You'll notice of- he wasn't in that promo because they knew it would have brought the entire charisma of the promo down incredibly. It's, it would, it's like you drop the lowest grade in the class to bring the average up. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I don't like about the Jericho Appreciation uh, Appreciation Society is that now uh, 2.0 isn't 2.0 anymore, so they don't have their sweet like entrance music. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I, and I'm sad because I missed the guitar lick for that because that was some Power Rangers shit, and then they just came out being dicks. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, you could t- always tweet at Thunder Rosa about her. Uh, Wonderful no, Carmen it, San Diego get up no, tonight. Tweet it, tweet it, Daddy. Tweet it, Daddy Magic, and a- ask uh, <laughs> ask what it means to be Daddy Magic. Guys, I'm sorry. While you were talking, I just tweeted at Okada and asked them what they thought about Chippendale Rescue Rangers. All right, that's fine. Man, man, Blake, we really gotta take control of the Twitter away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes when we just go off on tangents, I think that Scotty's just tweeting random people. <laughs> It doesn't even. It's good to know he doesn't even pay attention to us. It's, we're side <laughs> characters in our own fucking show. I mean, I was like, well, eventually they'll get back around to the tweets, but I'll see how long it'll take me to compose this one to Okada about Chip and Dave. This is gonna be the one that gets us the follow. Okada's like, I couldn't do this in public, but if you would like to join my Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers fan Discord, please. And he holds out a hand. It's like, all right, okay, you know what? Someone did and have some- he grabs some, uh, onto your hand and fucking Rainmakers you. <laughs> yeah. Someone did have some very fun uh, fan booking for the end of Double or Nothing, which is whoever, Punk, Hangman, wins with the title, there's confetti falling, like uh, Pyro's going off, and then the confetti kind of settles, and you see them look down and realize it's not confetti, pick up a golden, like, $100 bill, and then you hear a coin drop. And then this, the show goes off the air. I'm like, holy shit! One, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have the show go off the air. You'd see him. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd see him. You yeah. see him in that ridiculous fucking like cartoon title he carries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get. So to that our- could be on American Twitter this time. Is they're like, what the fuck is that belt he's carrying? And then, <laughs> well, then, then New Japan can get it from every country. Yeah. All right, let's get to our heels and baby faces of the week. Whoever wants to do, go first with the bad guys, you can do it. Paul White <laughs> is going to be my heel of the week continually until he is removed from commentary. It was so bad. I muted all of Elevation. All of it. Every match. He is the worst. <laughs> Because it's just him trying to do jokes. Paul White is the guy that, like, will make a shitty joke and then, like, hold a pause for you to laugh. That's Paul White. Except he does it... With, like, like, the the deepest voice to shatter your bones. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I know for a fact that Excalibur is feeding him move names. Really? And he is... There's no way... Yeah, he doesn't know what half this shit is. Please, don't fuck it. Yeah. I am, uh... I, I, he doesn't know what an omoplata is. Don't fucking talk to me. Uh, he is, um, yeah, no, it's just, it's awful. It's, it's, it's awful. I saw that I had done this, 
like the last time Blake and I recorded, I was like, no, it's it's even it's that thing of like I I I pointed it out to myself, and now when I listen, I'm just like, I can't, I, fucking, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it unless Shivani's there. Yeah, I can't do it. Shivani was on it last week. It was okay. I still had to listen to him and Mark Henry, which is just just awful it's it's just <laughs> awful yeah there are there are two times way back in the memory of me where i remember big show being a guest commentator in the fed and i'm like you know he's pretty good and i've never seen that again i've never seen that happen ever again yeah it's just no, gone. No, no. it's it's a thing of like when it was just him and shivani that was fine, but they brought Mark Henry in for some reason. Like, anyone cares what Mark Henry has to say during a match? Yeah. What insight he's gonna fucking provide? That guy's uh, a lot bigger than the little guy. The big guy's gonna get it. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> yep, okay. I swear to God, if one more, if they say one more time that the jobber needs to keep an eye on them or that they're not with enough urgency, I swear to god i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like turn off the sound for forever it's the same shit all the time oh they didn't hook the leg oh they didn't keep the eye on like the more like the actual AEW signed wrestler like it's like the same five things yeah i mean i don't at mind least that. taz is actually funny yeah <laughs> the wrestle babies were complaining about taz on commentary and i'm like okay yeah i get it but it is taz so <laughs> okay, I get it, but have you heard Paul White talk? <laughs> Listen to an episode of Elevation and then tell me which one you prefer. At least Excalibur's there to balance Taz out. Have you heard American Andre the Giant <laughs> try to <laughs> anybody want a peanut his way through wrestling commentary? <laughs> Alright, Blake, can we get into yours? Yours is not fun. No, mine is not fun. Mine is uh, decidedly just horrible because, I mean, all of this broke, uh, like, literally yesterday, um, the day before we recorded this. But apparently, I, I've i never, like, known anything about the behind-the-scenes stuff with Ringside News or the uh, main guy, I think Steve, maybe, or something. I don't give a shit. Shitbag, um, I believe is his name. Yeah, shitbag. I will bag. say, <laughs> there had to have been something off about him, because I had already yep. blocked them on Twitter. I don't know why, but... That I'll may be true. Like, you could probably go back in our listen history and find other shitty stuff that Ringside News has done, but, yeah. um... It just, it, this took the cake uh, where apparently like, shit. Shithead just got real fucking drunk and went on this long. He said, I am the news now. Long transphobic tirade against Nyla Rose. Just, just Nyla Rose for some reason. All of this stupid, most of it's been deleted now and I didn't care to really like commit most of it to memory. But like saying like just terrible shit about, um, how Tony Khan would let a let a man be the women's champion or shit like that, and then um, fucking there was one uh, where he seemed like he asserted that Nyla was the first AEW women's champion, and then I'm just like, that's not true, dude. That's not even, you got so transphobic, you forgot what history was. <laughs> you forgot what really happened. You just forgot Rio you, existed. You became- I was gonna say you became so transphobic you forgot that Japanese women existed. That is impressive. <laughs> yep. Apparently, 
he got texts like there was something that implied that Jericho was texting him about all of the shit that he was saying. And even like he was dude was texting Tony Khan, all this rambling bullshit, like directly. And Tony like responded to their Twitter DMs is like, what the fuck's going on? I don't understand what you're saying. It was that buck wild. And then he got dropped from everything. Yes, and- uh, USA dropped their um, affiliate agreement with them, like everything. Uh, same day, by the way, your friend and mine, Gunner, decided to go on a homophobic rant as well, I believe, on Twitter. So it was a real rough week <laughs> in the uh, the wrestling space for for the LGBTQ community. Apparently so. I don't know what the fuck is going on. There's just so much in this mega thread. He was oh, yelling no. at Tony on stream. Um, on he was on Facebook wi- live <laughs> next to his visibly pissed wife. He pans to a shot of her legs early on and says, I want to fuck her after she repeatedly repeatedly says she doesn't want to smoke any of his weed. He slurs and flips her off and ends the video. It's legend shit. That's legend that shit, baby. <laughs> this is how you go down in a blaze of, well, not glory, but it's something. It's a blaze, all right. It's a tire fire. <laughs> this is how you go out in a blaze of tires. This is a fifth of Jack and saying, you want to watch me ruin my whole career? I want you to know this is, uh, this is what people where, where uh, I live, uh, this is what they call the Florabama fire. Uh. <laughs> It's like dumpster fire full of tires. Yeah, uh, that is <laughs> shit. It's called the. That's a that's a dirty South way to go out. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, now on to my heel, and I feel bad because these people have given us opportunities before. Um, but Starcast in general is, is kind of my heel this week because they gave us opportunity singular. Singular mm-hmm. <laughs> one. <clears throat> so they. The big thing they're promoting in Nashville for uh, SummerSlam weekend for StarCast is, yes, their traditional StarCast stuff, but also the final match of Ric Flair, a match that I thought happened about a decade Mm -hmm. or so ago. A match that I'm sure they're advertising as his final match because somebody is just going to put two in his (laughs) skull after it's over to make sure. Shit, okay, um, does anybody know where Scott Steiner's gonna be that weekend? (laughs) Hey, He's already uh, responded. Yes, Vixen to say Scott Steiner has in fact responded to just people saying that because uh initially people were gonna say it was gonna be ricky steamboat at which point ricky was like are you fucking crazy no i'm not uh, stupid and, i'm not bumping for some 80 year old man yeah. uh so steiner was interviewed and asked about it and they said how about uh you wrestling your friend rick flair and he goes he ain't no friend of mine i'd kill him i'd destroy him yeah everybody want to see him get up so yeah, he. Uh, I don't think he. I know wants you to. said the end of that wrong because there's no way Scott Steiner says everybody wants to see him get it up. <laughs> uh, everyone wants to see him get beat up. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Rick was interviewed about oh, like that, that was a poor decision already. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, that was your first mistake. <laughs> he says I don't have any aches or pains. I know I've had a, some health issues, but I asked. 40 different doctors 
And I'm only 40. and I'm only gonna listen to one of them. So Ric Flair, did he say that? <laughs> Please tell me he said he's only gonna listen to one of them. Please says, tell me that's a direct I asked quote. For- 40, 40 different doctors, and I decided I'm only gonna listen to one. Not necessarily the one that was gonna give me the right answer, but the one that I felt the most comfortable with. Yep. Which now, was the I, one working out of his apartment on the Upper East Side, <laughs> who only, whose name was only Dr. Brian. And the, damnedest, <laughs> and the damnedest thing was he said, he didn't even say I should work a whole match, he said it was like five minutes max. Anyways, this is going to be an Iron Man match against Jay Lethal, because Jay, secondary heel, is one of the people training with him, who said, yeah, he seems fine, (laughs) let's throw this dude in a ring. Listen, maybe Jay Lethal is trying to, he's trying to, like, weasel his way in so he can stick the stake in, you know, like, sometimes you have to get close to Dracula to be able to take (laughs) him out. Uh, apparently Chris Cruz, who was a former backstage interviewer for WCW and also was a friend of Rick before the final match was announced or anything, said, hey, uh, I screw around here a lot, but this is serious. Rick Flair should not be allowed to wrestle. Some reports indicate he's been working out with Lethal in preparation for returning. He can't be stopped from doing so in states that don't have athletic commissions. What's up, Tennessee? Uh, but mm-hmm. insurance companies could step in and refuse to issue a bond to promotions that book him. Basically, uh, simply put, Rick Flair returning to the ring is not wise. No how, no why. He's 73 in poor health an alcoholic and as a pacemaker installed and then he basically kind of implored hey if you are part of an athletic commission or have a way of reaching out to anyone who could stop this from happening please do it in other words we are going to have an actual randy the ram robinson situation happening at starcast because no one wants to tell ricky boy no uh there are several people that could Though, um, Ric Flair dying from a move called the Lethal Injection would be so poetic, I would almost... God, that would... <laughs> I would almost excuse the entire situation. <laughs> that shit would be trivia in pop culture. That is what... That is how big that would get. How did... What was the name of the move that killed legendary pro wrestler Ric Flair? And they're gonna be like... There's no way it was. It was called the Lethal Injection? (laughs) The guy's name was Jay Lethal? You're fucking kidding me. Wrestling is bullshit. Although (laughs) that would would set Lethal up for uh, a controversy ten times worse than the cash and checks and breaking necks debacle. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. All right, let's get into our baby faces of the week and... uh, Mine, we're going to talk about a little bit more later, because he will Everyone be- Everyone loves the ass claimed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll guess Dylan's beginning. <laughs> yes. That promo on Rampage was perfect. It was perfect. They show the footage of Bowen's going to- Father, what are we going to do? Yes, Papa. <laughs> yeah, Daddy, what are we going to do? The fact that the fact that Max Caster is calling Billy Gunn Daddy, and the fact that Billy Gunn is showing more of a shine to the acclaim than his own children is amazing. It's amazing. I still don't even like the gun club. I just like Billy Gunn and Max Caster. That's enough for me to not give a shit about the rest of it. It's like... That is amazing. Okay. 
Uh, mandatory talk about the acclaim aside. Uh, Lee Moriarty is really good. He had two matches this week against members of the Dark Order. He won them both. And the second one against Alan Angels, in which he spent the entire match fucking up Alan Angels' shoulder. Uh, yeah. It, it was great. <laughs> it was like he is technically proficient in like a very good way. It's one of those things where like whenever Debra talked about bringing him into uh into the Blackpool Combat Club, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And they got Yuda, and I was like, okay. But after this last <laughs> match, I'm like, man, you got room for like one more guy? Because like I really feel like he could use this opportunity to get coached by freaking uh freaking Regal to be a better talker. And like I I think he's got a shot. I would miss his entrance music, but yeah. like. He just comes out in the same Taiga mask, but it's got, like, blood dripping down it or some shit. You know, he just... Be sick, yeah. God, I would love but, that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Lee Moriarty, on the rise. One of the one of the, the ones to watch. Like I said, it's it's him, Yuda, and Garcia. They're, like, the ones where it's like, oh, technical wrestling's gonna have a big revival in, like, two years. Like, oh, yeah. It's gonna <laughs> pop off with them. Who are, who, who are those old pillars? I forget their names, but these three young up-and-comers now, those are some pillars. Sammy, Sammy who? Oh, you mean that douchebag <laughs> whose head looked like a pineapple? Yes, I remember him. Darby Allen, the one who broke his spine in twain <laughs> wrestling Jeffrey Hardy? Jungle Boy, the o o o o Jungle Boy, the bitchless. The bitchless. <laughs> Jungle Boy, the bitchless. Oh. And the great defector to WWE, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> ja Maxwell Jacob, fuck yourself. <laughs> he was my baby face of the week is The Miz and Cody Rhodes for putting on an instant classic on Raw this week. Go fuck yourself. All right. God. You have an actual okay. baby my, face? Um, let me... You Let me do mine because great, it's a short one. Great, you lost it. You lost yeah. it by saying that. Go ahead, Blake. You're the, you're the only person that matters here now. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do this when I when I interject, which is rare, um, or at least when I interject and y'all listen to me. Uh, no, mine is very short this week, and it is uh, it is none other than the <laughs> Twitter's biggest badass, Nyla Rose. Um, Mama Nyla. She continues to bring it on because in tandem with my heel of the week. Her literal only tweet towards all of this stuff was in a response where she just says, <laughs> you said strap on. <laughs> yeah, this is really good. <laughs> that was fucking it. But also, um, because, you know, obviously having just one asshole, horrible person use their entire platform to degrade you for hours cannot be an easy thing to witness um, Nyla did say the next day, um, because there was an outpouring of, like, love and support for her, I appreciate all the love and support, thank you everyone, but give it all to Texas right now with the horrible things that have happened there, but I'll be alright, a few scrapes and scratches in the grand scheme of things. Others are dealing with much worse. And she's like, damn, I have, like, never seen somebody who could just quickly turn from being just this most compassionate person of the imaginable on the Twitter platform, which is not something that is a magnet for compassionate people, um, to... Fucking, you said strap on, you bitch. To gotcha, bitch! I like to imagine that, like, she was kind of offended for, like, the first, like, 20 minutes, and then, like, later she was still getting... He's still 
fucking going? <laughs> Hasn't he run out of shit to say yet? And I could only just imagine like the text from Tony just being like, yo, I'm sorry about this. Fuck that yeah. guy. Fuck that guy. You want to be the person that takes the title off of Jade? <laughs> I want her to. Yep. Yeah. IRL, like, real life Nyla is one of the biggest baby faces I think I've ever seen in wrestling. I you ever see her Twitter her. video where she was, she where, when she was champion during the quarantine and uh, she had her back to her own TV in her apartment with the belt looking <laughs> like this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and looking to the side. Her girlfriend was like, you can watch from the TV. The couch. No, I gotta keep an eye on her. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that from here. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's how it works. Just shut up. All right. Well, on to my uh, my baby face of the week. And it's a gentleman who, I mean, we know is going to be, was going to be a top baby face. We knew for a while. Uh, but it's the war pig himself, which I really hope they get him that for his theme song, uh, Wardlow. Yeah. Who... Yeah, I mean, having the world's greatest villain to burn your babyface run on, like, yeah, absolutely, MJF mm -hmm. is part of the reason for this, but God, Wardlow has stepped up so much in this rivalry. It has been such a good story. Um, my favorite thing to come out of it so far is, in fact, how they just bitched out Cody Rhodes live on air last week. <laughs> that was pretty fucking great. They were like, oh, yeah, he uh, he was a real bitch for those whips, wasn't he? Well, bam! Oh, no, Wardlow's not moving. <laughs> oh, no, he's he's literally laughing. He's literally <laughs> laughing at me. Someone oh, yeah. said the, the Virgin Cody versus Giga Chad Wardlow. Was it in an interview? Which is true on... in real life, really. I would, you could tell me that Wardlow ended racism and I'd have an easier time believing it. <laughs> Wardlow could come out and say, we've ended racism and I believe it. Yeah. Now, did, was he it... Power -bombed, he powerbombed Symphony racism into submission. <laughs> I've been powerbombing racists from sun up to sundown and I've <laughs> ended it. Did you see the, uh, the interview or uh, maybe it was on Twitter where he said, no, I just want to powerbomb MJF a hundred times. It's oh, really no, all he, I want to do. He apparently has come out blatantly saying, I want to set the world record for powerbombing a motherfucker at double or nothing. I'm like, I yes. want to powerbomb him until I physically can't anymore. <laughs> and I know that's not going to happen. But I want it to. I want it to so bad. That did lead to one of my favorite fantasy bookings I've ever seen, where it's just like, Wardlow spends the entire match powerbombing MJF. He powerbombs MJF for 30 straight minutes until he cannot <laughs> physically go anymore. And in his last powerbomb, he falls over and he, uh, like... <laughs> Oh, he falls into a pin and from MJF. MJF's arm just flops on top of him. I mean, if spread apart properly, you could probably get 50 power bombs into a match easily. I think Wardlow needs to hit 69 power bombs. You know what? New addition to the predictions. How many power bombs is Wardlow going to hit on MJF in that match? I zero. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's a probably that's probably closer to the truth. I'm gonna say 16 because that's the same number of suplexes that it took to kill John Cena. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say not successfully though. <laughs> I'm gonna say 
49. I'm going oh, to go high with it. 49 fucking power bombs. Are we playing by prices right rules? Because I win. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, does it have to be a real number? One. Yeah, exactly one. Alright, right. well I guess that also should get us into our predictions for double or nothing. And since we've already talked about did we, it, did we do the triple threat rules right? How do we do it at the beginning of the series? I forgot. Oh, I just kind of went from what it was uh, at the end of the last one, which was since I was last, I got first pick. You were second. Uh, you- oh no, Blake was second. I totally stole his. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. I saw that. Bla- I thought that Scotty put his, so I thought it was a free for all. So I went with Team Taz <laughs> That's because right. I love their entrance. I think you and I are going to be equally wrong because I would have picked Jurassic Express if I got first dibs. But I, I will wholly, wholeheartedly stick with Swerve in our glory. I, I actually, I actually 100% believe that Team Taz will win this match. (laughs) It was very close between the two in my head. Jurassic Express just felt safer as a bet for me, but I would much rather see Team Taz win it because it's been too long since they've done anything. So I'd really like to see that one. Uh, I'm dying on a couple of hills tonight. needs another belt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Then, uh, well, we've already talked about it. Wardlow versus MJF. Okay, so, like, I want it to be Wardlow. It'll probably be MJF, because that's how his feuds go, is he always gets the first the first one. Yeah. Yep. I can see that. Or the only that. one in the case of Darby. Yeah, I can Dude, see that's that. Kinda, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now, because it's like, I don't... Part of me doesn't want this to end yet. And if I Wardlow beats MJF, it's Part of over. me wants it to end so that we can slowly build our way to... MGF being the world champion. Yeah. Which is the rub that I want, which is Wardlow beats him. Okay, that feud's over. We mm-hmm. finally, that was at least a year and a half in the making. Cool. Okay, now we can finally get him the belt so that we can s- somehow convince him to stay around for uh, And I mean, uh, I'd say do it at all out two years after he failed to capture it from Moxley. He gets to actually get it at the show. So, I, yeah, yeah I, I see that. That's why I have it being Wardlow, is get the loss out of the way as soon as possible, so then you could build it back up. Um, I, I'm kind of in between on this one, because yeah, I think Max having a big win on a pay-per-view is good, but also, mm-hmm. I don't think it's right to have him win at this yeah, point. Yeah, this although- wouldn't be the, this isn't really the place in this kind of feud where you would think that Wardlow would lose. Yeah. No, he's got, he's got too much momentum, he's... Too much. This is too much of a Batiste at WrestleMania. What was that like? Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. He actually talked he... about that in an interview. He was like, "It does feel a little bit like I'm replicating Batista right now." Yeah. All right. Uh, if only he'd had a thumbs down. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, then we have our pre-show matches because we're jumping all the way the fuck around. Uh, Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Yeah, nobody believes that. That smart Mark Sterling's getting a win. All right, what's next? <laughs> Who the fucking thought? thought? I'm sorry. I love this storyline so fucking much. <laughs> it's just so uh, out of the blue, but I love it. It's really good. And I do ha- love how Taz has been forced to just be like, yeah, my son's hanging out with this weird fucking goth kid now. I don't know what it's about, but hey, g- get them belts, Ricky. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he cursed me. I'm pretty sure that man cursed me. All right, uh, then for the t- uh, TBS title... Uh, Jade Cargill versus Anna J. 
I don't know who it's going to be at this point. Stat, I'm uh, kind of still holding yeah, no. on to stat, but... I'm, I'm still... F- no, I, I, I'm going around to Nyla at this point. Because guess what? Guess who Guess who? Jade never never faced? That's right. That bitch. Somebody, we going to determine who the real powerhouse of the women's division is. That's going to be a really good match whenever that happens. All yeah, right. So, yeah. So we, no one believes... No one believes Anna Jay's going to win that match. Jade has two people of, worth of backup. We've seen this before, unfortunately. Yeah. Three people, if you can't... Well, no, Mark Sterling's gonna be dead. Uh, but... <laughs> he's gonna be cursed. No, he's he's gonna... Hook's gonna murder him. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. What if this is where she f- she finally fires Mark Sterling and then aligns with Dan Housen as her new manager? What if Dan <laughs> Housen, like, casts weakness on smart Mark Sterling before Hook gets in... Like just de- just destroys him. Wait, she no. dumps Smart Mark Sterling for her new manager, Stokely Hathaway. That's print fucking money. I don't care who you are. <laughs> just yeah. this little tiny motherfucker just hyping up Jade Cargill everywhere he goes. <laughs> All right, uh, I didn't know what these matches were going to be. Um, one of them has come into clarity since, but I just wrote men's and women's Owen. Uh, uh, the men's we now know to be Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, baby. I hate to say it, Joe, Adam Cole Joe, has been pretty Joe, disappointing, Joe, huh? Joe, Joe, Joe. Unfortunately. Adam Cole, Adam Cole has had the same finish to all of his matches, uh, which is kick to the dick, lower the boom, and that that's it. That's all. He's got one trick. And I can't tell if it's on purpose or not because it's happened so much i was just like you're you're do you're building to something you're trying it's kind of weird you remember how kenny omega sandbagged it for a year when he got to aew and then like he decided just one day to start being the best wrestler ever yeah yeah mm-hmm. this reminds me of that well yeah, i think it's I can like see that it's like, I think it's like partially because it's he's not going you know it's not his time to be in anything like I mean, I know he already had his feud with Hangman coming straight out of the gate, but that also and means that match that, was good. Yeah, yeah, but that also means that he's not going to be in the title picture for a while now. So yeah. he may not turn the gas on until the trios title comes around. Yeah, oh yeah. It, it also reminds me of like you. Remember, you remember when um back in like twenty eight? It was earlier in, in Ronda Rousey's title reign when her and like Sasha fought. It had been years, but it was like months since Sasha was in anything important. And then at the pay-per-view, everyone was like, oh, that's right. Sasha Banks can fucking wrestle. That's kind of where Adam Cole is right now. Just waiting for that big moment. Uh, but we all have Joe for the men's Owen. Uh, for the women's, I, I feel secluded right now. <laughs> yeah, n- none of us believe that Ruby Soho is going to win that match Friday. Unfortunately, I, it was <laughs> tough, but I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta stick with stat. So here's the thing. Look, let me let me talk you through why this is going to go this way. One, they substituted in Statlander with a new gimmick, a more aggressive gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, they're not going to have the former WWE person win the first tournament they have. Okay. Three, Britt Baker can't win it because I will literally just <laughs> blow up. I'll just literally blow up Jacksonville Stadium. It'll be empty, but it'll be gone. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're going to build to a rematch of um, uh, Grand... Let's not. That match was terrible. It wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it. Um, a rematch where now you did. Ruby can get the victory back. Simp. <laughs> Fuck. 
It's not even a simp situation in this situation. It really is. I watched you simp so hard for Britt Baker a year ago. Don't fucking talk to me. Simp implies sexuality. I am not sexually attracted to Britt Baker. Good, no one is. Except Adam Cole. (laughs) Except Adam Cole. Because that's how marriage works. (laughs) They're not married. I know, shut up. (laughs) Common law marriage, fuck it. Yeah, I, I think it's building to a rematch, and I think Ruby's gonna get the the victory in the in the rematch. Uh, then Rosa versus Serena Deeb, and what it, I think is like gonna be sleeper match of the night. I'm very fucking hyphy for this I'm one. I'm hoping for it. Rosa's um promo uh tonight, I was like, oh okay, hey here she is. It's like oh no face paint on. Oh. She's dressed like Carmen San Diego. Oh, she's mad. I don't think she was purposefully dressed. No, like, I don't either. I, <laughs> but that was when I see someone. I want you to know that point really, that point really like, like cut the legs out of the rest of what you were trying to say. I just can't. I couldn't <laughs> stop seeing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was so hard. I fucking had. Where in the world Blake, Blake, is Carmen Sandiego? Blake's just like, holy shit, is that fucking Rockapella? It's like playing her out to the ring. Guys, I found her! I found her! <laughs> okay. Uh, we all have Thunder Rosa. Rosa's which, gonna uh, win. Yeah, I was, I was... If this was a little bit further down the road, I would say Serena, because I do firmly think that's where she's gonna be headed soon, but not this early in the rain. So... Up next, we got House of Black versus Death Triangle. Please let this be the end of this feud. Please. Please. Let Julia come out, like, cost fucking Death Triangle the match. Like, just pl- just end this. Please. Both of these teams need to do something better. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's weird because it seems like it should be working, but it's not. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, these are the two kind of pseudo spooky teams. Let's have them see who could be the more spooky. And it just has not worked at it's all. Because really. Penta isn't spooky. He's spooky in a monsters kind of way. Yeah. yeah. He's more goofy. Yeah. Especially with uh, Alex Abrahantes there looking like a fucking. Like fucking death from Bill and Ted. He looks like yeah. one of the mannequins in a haunted house that they dress in the cloak and stuff. Like, ooh, yeah. look. Yeah, that's what he looks like. He looks like the guy that lives in the basement in the IT crowd. Yeah, I was genuinely, like, kind of excited when they were like, oh, yeah, don't, like, evil Penta's coming back. I'm like, hell yeah, let's snap some arms. And then he came out looking like fucking Uncle Fester. And I was like, nope. This isn't gonna work anymore, is it? It's just over the moment now. You, the moment you kept Alex with them. Yeah. Alright, up next we got the Hardys versus the Young Bucks in another one of Tony Khan's signature. Fuck it, I can do this if I want to. Matches. <laughs> it's just, I... Listen, I watched these two teams murder each other over some tables in 2017. Yes. And you really expect me to get excited for this? Like, anything is going to beat that when the Hardys were five years younger and the Young Bucks were still super juniors? Yeah. I fucking... No. Listen, y'all are worried about Ric Flair dying in the ring. I've got my money on one of the Hardys going out tonight, like, this weekend. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I just, I'm scared. Literally scared. I don't Matt, think they. Matt Hardy's got his got got his got his fat ass wife to fucking look forward to. He ain't dying anytime soon. He's got a couple more kids he can get out. <laughs> He's got to fill the world with Hardys. 
He's got to put more Hardys up there. All right, and now the Anarchy in the Arena match, which I kind of wish they had just... I mean, now I understand because, like, you, you don't want to set up two rings, but I wish this was just, like, blood and guts at double or nothing because, I mean, it would fit yep. with the name double rings double or nothing like those two yeah. would work really well together i think um, nah, I th i'm pretty sure blood and guts has to happen on like a tv yeah uh, with me it was just because it is the war games match and i was like you got the opportunity to have regal do it even if he doesn't say the exact words work war games you can keep this going tony i'm sure after this match with the jericho society will probably win but i i really want eddie kingston to to beat somebody because he's he's my Eddie favorite Kingston. wrestler yeah he's yeah. he's my favorite wrestler in the world now mm -hmm. um yeah yeah i oh, swear man. to god if chris jericho throws a fireball into a like a roll up for the win i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna exasperate its size so uh, although i am very intrigued to see what the wizard comes up with for this match <laughs> Yeah, because he's gonna I know he's gonna come gonna come out in a, a robe and hat. Uh huh. <laughs> I put on my robe and wizard hat. <laughs> <laughs> this has been lo like low key one of my favorite feuds, just because of seeing Jericho play his most WWE as self mm. of like. I'm gonna throw fireballs in people's faces and do cr weird over the top entertainment shit. And Eddie Kingston the whole time just staring at him like, "What the fuck are you doing? Stop! <laughs> just please fucking just stop, Christ!" I'm, when I get fight within me. five feet please of you, just fight me. I'm just gonna I, kick you in the dick. Mm -hmm. He's just—he's the guy trying to skip the dialogue in a fucking like video game. Oh, like, yeah. can we get to the fucking? Fi I don't care about your monologue, dude. Mm -hmm. And I love the uh, stadium stampede, like reference where he's like it's gonna be stadium no we're not fucking doing that bullshit we're not doing that bullshit john moxley just walking around the ring like no fuck that match it was fucking stupid no it was it, there was a no there was a time and a place for it he respected it but he said it won't happen again mostly because yeah. there's no stadium mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's hard but, to uh, do a stadium stampede without a stadium guys it's real hard to do that you could build a whole stadium in the parking lot that like they did for wrestlemania after uh <laughs> nine Nine, yes. Coming to you live from <laughs> Caesar's parking lot. Yes. <laughs> parking lot. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be uh, a good. I don't know if it's going to be a good match. It's going to be entertaining as fuck. Yeah. 2.0 are in it. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, those, we all, we all the, have William Regal. The yearly Regal. Jericho, like, and his buddies fight another group of people match is always yeah. going, it, it's not going to disappoint, is basically it, what I've come to. It's not going to not be entertaining. Yes. So we all have William Regal and his very special boys <laughs> winning this Indeed. match. Uh, I'm actually somewhat tempted to change it because I did just remember Jericho is, uh, well, no, the did they lose the first stadium yeah. stampede? Okay, okay. Yeah, Omega, Omega, one winged angel, oh, that's fucking right. Sammy Guevara, <laughs> yep. like thirty feet into hell itself. All right. Well, now on to the main event of the evening: CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page. Man, fuck CM Punk. Stop. No. <laughs> He's so good though. 
ever since ever since the the Kingston feud, ever yeah. since the Kingston feud, I'm just like, no, you're a heel now. You're Someone heel. described him as a OMP, a old man punk now, and I'm like, oh, that's a really good name for this this oh. a- era of him. His, this is just old. This is just get off my lawn, punk. Yeah, now, he's he's doing the the love fest, and he's going out there, and he's talking to the crowd and the whole time. I just I just hear everything in Eddie Kingston's voice. It's just like you fake son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait for the inevitable turn. I cannot wait for it to fucking happen at this point because it's going to be evil. That's the weird thing about this match. This is a loser turns heel match. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, even if even if Hangman wins, he might he might turn into like the the desperate violent heel. Yeah. Oh, this is the most enthralling match on the card for me because. I got no fucking clue. Like, yeah, I'm fairly sure Hangman's going to win, but it's the same way. I'm fairly sure Jurassic Express are going to keep the tag titles. Yeah. That's if they play it very safe. If they play it very fun, I got no fucking clue what's going to happen in this yeah. match. I have Hangman, too, and it's the same uh, It's the same like thing where it's like, the safer bet is Hangman if we're going by who I think is going to win. But really, that, that's... It's a question, it's a question of marketing. They're like, are we going to go with the guy that we've grown and continue to try to, like, build something for the future? Or are we going to take the guy that's caused all of our revenue to go up since we signed him, make him the champion, have him go around doing the shows, being the charismatic son of a bitch he is, and then use this as a jumping point to have a hangman's fucking, like, fall from grace, like, dissension into madness storyline, which I am ultimately thinking will happen my vote was purely out of spite for cm punk <laughs> yeah you know uh, that i i respect that all right well that's our predictions for double or nothing what'd you boys learn this week oh fuck i learned you don't pre-fold sean spears chairs hug that thing like linus hugs a blanket <laughs> <laughs> i learned undertaker's afraid of cucumbers oh yeah i learned that a pe- I, I learned that apparently I'm the only one fully on the fuck CM Punk train. <laughs> uh, you tend to be the only one on the fuck insert wrestler here train. Okay. You've, you're have you always on the Bre- fuck train. Breaker still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where can people find y'all on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter, Darkroom Video on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. Check out all the other podcasts from JWF Ignition to The Weird, the actual play TTRPG podcast where I hunt ghosts and shit. I don't know, man. It's real fun and real spooky. Start cults. I didn't start a cult. I made one better. <laughs> it's fine. By and the you- way, I. I, I really feel at this point with how much I shit talk Britt Baker, I'm gonna somehow meet her in real life and like I'm gonna have to like diffuse my kayfabe opinion of her <laughs> for that meeting. I was like, it's very nice to meet you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I, I feel like it just might help with your own mental health if you just go ahead and start trying to do that now. Wait, no. We, she was at a convention near us and I was this close to being like, Blake, we gotta go. Just, just take a video. Can you, can you, can you, we just need to record. Hey, Dylan, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank right. you. Anyways, you can find the weird at join the weird. Yes. Join the weird.com or at join the weird on Twitter. Special thanks to Mega Ran for our theme song fighters. You go check out Mega Ran, uh, check out his music as always and um, support 
our best friend on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, you can find us at loadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Okada, because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life!